nobody understands you. They don't know why you keep your back to the wall. Can't sleep at night because you live with the enemy. You don't fear death because you already been to hell and back. No friends, but who needs it? You got time survivalist. Okay. Welcome back. It is episode five. Broken Home Survivalist. I'm your host, Ty Lu. Let's get to it. Uh, first thing I want to go over is thank you for continuing to tune in and listen to the show. Appreciate your support. Um, make sure you go ahead and check us out on Twitter and Instagram. The, uh, links should be in the show notes, wherever you get your, uh, wherever you get your podcasts downloaded from there should be some show notes somewhere on the on the flip side tap scroll whatever you got to do um it is broken home survivalist on instagram there is an underscore between each one of those words and on twitter it is b h survivalist um also uh, send us your stories uh go ahead and reach out share uh that is Broken Home Survivalist at gmail.com. Again, that information is in the show notes. So go ahead and feel free to check that out. Uh, I got to be honest with you. First of all, uh, this is the second time that I have recorded this podcast because I originally wanted to really dive deep into PTSD. And I wanted to share more of my experiences. And then I realized that I overshared just a little bit too much. And hey, you're listening to this podcast. You know how our lives are. Um, oversharing is not the way to go sometimes. So I want to be completely open door and share some of my experiences. But I am not trying to incriminate myself. You feel me? So um what I did was I decided, you know, as heartfelt as that podcast was, I decided I'm going to take a step back and uh, re-record and um, try to do something a little different. So uh, the main focus of this podcast today, you know, to do kind of a, a part two on the last one was I really wanted to let people feel more comfortable with PTSD and what it means for people with different backgrounds and people have this uh, idea that PTSD only applies to soldiers 
who've been to war and they come home and, you know, they're traumatized by the things that they went through. And that is definitely some real ass shit. And I know people who have been through that. And even though I have served, I was not deployed and my PTSD is not from uh, my service time. It is from the shit I went through in these streets. And the same way that, you know, my friends who have been to war with the same way that they're triggered by certain things, um, you know, before they enlisted, they used to love that Call of Duty game, but when they come back, that's the last game that they want to play. And for the, you know, for all reasons, it makes sense. And for me, I can play, I can still play Call of Duty, no problem. I can watch the goriest war movie out there and it will not bother me at all. But you will not catch me watching none of the, you know, quote, hood movies because that shit is just, it's too close to home. So, you know, I understand from the perspective, you know, the soldiers have a certain trigger. I got certain triggers and, you know, as far as like entertainment and stuff, that's just that's just one of them. So I will, you know, anybody, anytime some new hood movie was coming out in the 90s and everybody was wanting to watch it and shit like that, I'm like, nope. The, the majority of the movies that most people want to talk about from the 90s um, were, they're always surprised that I've never seen them. So uh, the last one I watched, um, well, that's not that's not important. This ain't a fucking movie podcast, so fuck all that. But anyways, um, so yeah, I just thought, hey, well, let's talk a little bit more about uh, a different type of PTSD. So th there's something being talked about now on the web, which, it, you know, was not around when I was younger, but they're finally reaching out to talk about something that they call post-traumatic street disorder. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's basically everybody who has PTSD symptoms, but they are they do not have PTSD from what people would typically uh, suspect. So uh, I pulled some audio. Um, there's a dude on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, he's also got a thriving YouTube page. Um, wrong to strong, uh, my boy JC. So I am going to kick it over to him and let him tap in because he has uh, been speaking on this a lot longer than me. And it's just some dope content of uh, some stuff that he goes over. And I feel like it'll really talk to a lot of people. So uh, much love. And let's go ahead and kick it over to JC. My name is JC and I am Wrong Strong. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, please subscribe, hit the bell. Uh, we're going to talk about something a little bit more serious today, PTSD. serious but this is something serious post-traumatic stress disorder 
Back in the day when I got transferred from the Mexican prison to federal prison in the 90s, they didn't call it PTSD. I don't think they even had a name for it yet. All I remember is that they started showing us videos about Vietnam uh, war vets, how they came back home and, and you know, started, uh, you know, just losing their cool. I want to say losing their shit, but that's, that's what it was. And, you know, um, like I always tell people, and if you guys have watched my channel, I have a couple of, you know, videos on this PTSD because people don't understand it. And, you know, they, they think it's like a bitch move or, or, or something, but it's fucking real. And, you know, PTSD happens when you witness something, it's like a dramatic event. It could be, you know, a horrible car accident and somebody's dead and you see their body or a kid, you know, is shot. And it's, it's a dramatic event that changes you forever. Why? Because your brain is going to remember that and it's going to keep playing it over and over and over again. There's over 3 million cases per year here in the United States. I mean, even cops, I mean, soldiers, cops, uh, emergency response team. You know, all these people that see all this stuff that happens all suffer from this. And if you don't get help and actually take care of yourself, it hits you pretty bad. Um, I... I have a lot of triggers. I have a lot of triggers. I lived a very, very... There's been a lot of trauma in my life. A lot. And I've seen a lot of stuff that normal people don't see. Um, and when I say a lot of stuff, I, I mean a lot of stuff that, you know, uh, normal people are not supposed to see. And they don't see because they live different lives, obviously, you know. Um, I mean, when I was... In sixth grade, I watched the first shooting where a kid got shot. My eight by eighth grade, my one of my best friends got shot and killed in front of me, and choked on his blood while we were at the park, just kind of like hanging out, you know. Um, friends, you know, getting shot, and, and it just kept on happening over and over and over again. One of my friends got, you know, shot, then ran over. Um, and I'm not going to lie, like, I have really bad days where it, like, really kicks in and, like, I don't want to leave my house. I feel paranoid. Um, uh, there's certain things that I still do, like, I put my, my back against the wall when I'm at a restaurant. I'm looking at the door. I'm looking at my surroundings. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I don't think I'm ever going to be able to completely let go but I am doing the work to get better and by that I mean you know a lot of meditation a lot of uh, you know breathing techniques um, you gotta realize that a lot of the, a lot of dudes that have this sometimes don't even realize that they have it and you know they, they think that they just start sweating and, and their heartbeat starts to go just for no reason and you know it, it's it's very, very common that people that suffer from PTSD um, end up being addicts because that's how they, they cope with it. And that's the thing is that 
I need to talk about it. I need to talk about it because it's real and it's out there. You know, I used to have trouble sleeping, fear for no reason. You know, um, I'm not doing nothing wrong no more. But every time I see a cop or a cop gets behind me, I start to sweat. I start to panic. I start to like lose my shit. I don't know if I should turn on the first on the first corner coming up or keep on going straight. Am I going too fast? Am I going too slow? And these are all you know years of me, uh, you know, dealing with with the whole PTSD thing. Um, at the beginning, I used to think that this was just going to be like the rest of my life, like. The sleep is, and, and you know what's funny is that the only time that I had like slept really well, and I'm talking about in the past, was while I was in prison. I would sleep all night, maybe because they locked me in the cell and I'm locked in there and I know that I'm safe. Who knows? But it's where I would get like my best sleep ever. Then I would come home. And I would wake up every two hours, every hour, or I wouldn't sleep. And it started to, like, catch up to me where, like, I started using, like, drugs again. And, and it's, it's crazy because people don't talk about it. People don't talk about it either because they're embarrassed or because they don't really think that they have a problem. Trust me, if you can't sleep at night and you're scared and you're feeling all these things having panic attacks, and doing all this, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And you need to correct it to live a normal, good life. Just like addiction. You have to go to the root of the problem, get the help, do the work, and do it in order to get better. Because if not, you're going to live a really shitty life. Trust me. I am the poster child for freaking shitty lives. I mean, I made every mistake out there and I used to think that I didn't need help, that I didn't need to go talk to nobody about my shit, that if I talked about it, they were gonna think I was crazy. You know, after seeing, you know, decades and decades of people getting shot, stabbed, hung, I mean, you name it. I mean, even raped is, it's not, it's not well for your mind. It's not. And, and it makes you go crazy. You know, I am, I'm very, very lucky that I am somewhat normal. Am, am, am I normal? I don't think I'm normal. I'm not normal. But it's made me who I am. This is why I work my ass off. This is why I do what I do. This is why I give back. Because I'm hoping that I could help one person with one of these videos or with one of my visits to the prison or with one of my workouts or with one of my messages on Instagram or my Facebook. I'm just hoping that I get to reach to somebody and tell them, you know what? It's okay. I've been there. I've done it. I have the same thing that you have, but it could get better. It could get better. And you just have to do the work. You have to do the work. And this is the biggest thing that I talk about with my, my, my channel, my movement, my lifestyle, 
Wrong to strong is about not letting your past dictate what you do today or how you feel. You can change. Today's a new day. You can feel better about yourself. You don't have to be trapped in that fear. You don't have to be trapped in that addiction. You don't have to be trapped in, the, in that, you know, uh, feeling like hopeless, you know, depression, you know, uh, gaining weight. All these things are just barriers that are trying to, like, keep you down that you can just jump over and do the work. Hey, I, I told you guys, I've been overweight. I've been an addict. I've been in prison most of my life. I have made some really, really shitty decisions with relationships, drugs. I mean, you name it. And I'm just trying to get better. I'm trying to share my message. I'm trying to teach people that you could change, you could do a better thing. And, you know, this PTSD, is it's a serious thing. It's serious. And the thing is, is that a lot of inmates that are coming home, a lot of soldiers that are coming home, a lot of cops that see all this all this bad stuff, they see all the bad shit every day. Kids getting molested, kids getting murdered. This like they see all this bad stuff. It affects you mentally to the point where if you don't take care of it, it will drive you crazy. It's and it, it's just, it's a problem. You know, I, I actually get a little emotional when I talk about this because I, I know how much I struggled with it and how much I still do. Because it's a real thing. And I beg you, please, if you are feeling any way about this, get help, please. There's a lot of places out there now. There's a lot of groups. There, there's, you know, there's so many things that you could do. This is why, you know, I stay going to AA meetings or going to church to listen to the sermon or I wake up first thing in the morning and I listen to something positive right away because that's the first thing that I want to stick in my head is something positive. I'm not going to wake up and listen to rap about guns, bitches, and I, I'm just going to, like, poison my head. So this is why it's so important that you take the time to heal yourself, to get better, to become a better person. You need to heal yourself. And like I, I never, I used to never realize that I needed to love myself more in order for me to get better and get better at, at what I do. So, hey, that was pretty serious. Can I laugh now? All right. Don't judge nobody. Stay in your lane. Give somebody a hug. And remember, wrong is strong is not only a choice, it is a lifestyle. So please subscribe, hit the bell, tell your friends about it. It's, we're just getting started. JC and I am Wrong is Strong. Okay, so I couldn't have said it better myself, and that's why I just wanted to pass that over and and let him get on here for a minute and, uh, yeah, just give you all a different voice to listen to from another perspective and, and really 
get in deep and talk about the things that a lot of us have on our mind and it's hard to talk about. Um, I strongly advise everybody uh, give him a follow and I will give uh, his information in the show notes as well. Uh, so that is probably going to do it for um, these PTSD episodes for a little while. Uh, I like to try to balance out the light and the dark. I don't want to talk too ne- too much negative back-to-back episodes. Uh, so we're going to pick it up on a lighter note on the next episode. Uh, since we are doing a bi-weekly release, the next episode... Man, we, we may be getting close to Halloween, so we might dive into some some uh, Halloween-related stuff and talking about how uh, paranormal shit seems to be pretty lively in uh, these environments that we grow up in with all this negativity around. Like, maybe they're drawn to the negativity. I don't know what it is, but um, definitely tap in on Twitter or Instagram and or the email and share those stories as well, too. I'm going to be posting some stuff uh, that people can reply to soon and uh, looking for those ghost stories. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm going to get to rolling with this music on the outro. And as usual, much love, much respect, and talk to you later. Perfect. They don't, they don't, they don't know what they in for. Lost my mind and I threw it out kind of far. Ain't no competition, I'm not winning. Ain't no way I'm a powwow city. Ain't no nigga in Seattle wanna work with me. Ain't no bitch wanna go hook a hook with me. But they smile in my face with they fake ass girls. Most of them write trash, they don't have any skills. Bitches say they bad, bitches where? Niggas are broke, think I care? Flashing all that money on the gram. And you only got 52 friends. You ain't popping no club. Music got zero buzz, only relevant to none. You ain't lit, nonsense, you ain't shit. Don't even gotta put the piss. How you gon' knock me off balance? How could you ever be a challenge? How could you ever be a nuisance? You ain't ever coming with new shit. You ain't ever gonna step to me, ain't gonna do shit. Better do it quick, real quick, real quick. Cause when I get up, that's it, that's it. You don't wanna go rounds, Mary go rounds. You don't wanna taste ground teeth on the ground, bitch. Do you see my crown all icy? Even Cinderella couldn't try me. Slippers are too big to feel, so you might wanna walk when going downhill. Exploration today out, vacate all y'all easy ill. Luminate my destiny, I'll be around for centuries. I'll leave a bad taste in your mouth. Next time, next life, you'll remember how. And you'll never make that one mistake again, confusing me for a Hurry up, go run, tell them. Lena Rayo is back again. The sky is looking dark, forecast destruction has to start. Exit.